Jaden, the OpenAI news coming out is not just interesting, but I think it's absolutely transformational. So first of all, we saw the GPT store uh, launched. Um, we've talked all about this, but here's the crazy thing, Jaden, right? Like buried in the in the news about the GPT store was this whole chat GPT for teams. And this is one of these things where, you know, if this was a few months ago or maybe even back in March, this would have been like headlines in the New York Times kind of thing. But now the way that the the rate that this is all moving at, it's amazing. So ChatGPT for Teams is just in the sort of like another level of uh, of pricing and capability. And the really amazing thing, Jaden, as we know, is that we talk to so many people who are all different kinds of price uh, points. We already know that uh, enterprise uh, is the one for large organizations. And that's that was uh, sort of really intended to especially uh, solve the problem of data privacy, which is the, I mean, if we can solve the data privacy issue, we can solve pretty much anything. Uh, and then obviously people are on the free version, people are on the plus version, then there's the Teams version. Jaden, let's start sorting this out and talk about the pros and cons here, because this is exciting. Yeah, so the first thing you'll notice if you go and click in the left-hand corner of your ChatGPT screen, there's going to be an upgrade thing, even if you already are on the plus plan. I want to tell you what's on the plus plan if you're on the free plan, but then let's talk about some of the features of Teams and then the enterprise. So when you have ChatGPT Plus, you essentially get access to GPT-4, which is the best model. And in my opinion, like you really need it. it it's significantly better than 3.5. Um, you also get access to browse, so that's searching the internet, um, create and use GPTs, right? So if you want to use the GPT store, you want to create G GPTs for yourself or to share with people, you're going to need it. And then the final thing is that you get access to a bunch of additional tools. That's a dolly that's image generating. Um, you get to have advanced data analysis, right? Uploading PDFs and stuff like that and having to look through them or uh, Excel spreadsheets, all that kind of stuff. So all of those are really amazing features that are on Plus. Connor and I talk all the time. We tell everyone you need to be spending 20 bucks a month on Plus. But there is something new, and that is Teams, like Connor mentioned. So here is what Teams, this new edition, what they also have in here. Because I feel like it's a little bit of a sweet spot right between Enterprise, which is expensive, and just regular Plus. And so I think this is going to be popular with a lot of people. So you get everything essentially that Plus has. And in addition to that, you get higher message caps on GPT-4 and tools like Dolly, which personally I think is amazing. If you've ever been using ChatGPT a ton and it's like, hey, slow down, like you reached your limit or like you used GPT-4 too much, which doesn't happen to me a lot personally, but sometimes when I have virtual assistants on my accounts and they're like cranking out a ton of stuff, um, I, I hit those limits. Not so much anymore because I've created tools on AI box that now just kind of automate it and I can scale things fast. But back when I was using just a bunch of VAs on a chat GPT account to do stuff. Um, and then the other thing that I have uh, that my wife has complained about before is she hits her dolly limit for image generation. Sometimes she, she's actually created a bunch of like uh, children's illustrated books uh, with dolly. Um, and she just mostly does it for fun, but she hits the limit and it's kind of annoying. She's like, oh, I got to wait like an hour or a few hours for I can generate more images. Because, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to like iterate a whole bunch of times when you're when you're trying to create something like that. So you don't have any of those limits. And I think that would be useful for a lot of people. Um, and then also browsing, advanced data analysis, all of that. So you just get higher message caps for that. I don't know, Connor, I'll go over some more features, but like taking a breath there, have you hit caps on any stuff or for you is plus pretty much good on that? Plus is pretty much good on that. I haven't hit too many caps. I mean, it's 
Yeah, I, but I'm I'm hearing from more and more people that they are hitting caps. And, you know, GPT sort of, you know, has its ups and downs right now. I've also I'm also paying 20 bucks a month to use perplexity. So I'm now like dividing my time with okay. perplexity uh, and chat GPT. So that really helps uh, a tremendous amount. But I think sort of like the pricing, especially like, listen, first of all, everybody needs to be on plus like there's no more. There's no more excuses like, you know, they hit a limit on sort of number of subscribers, all that kind of stuff. But with Teams, I think, yeah, the pricing is 30 bucks uh, a month. It's a bump of 10 bucks a month. And it's, you know, and I think it's 25 a month if you kind of sign up for the year or something like that. But even people on the early yeah. days of seeing this, enterprise just felt overwhelming, right? And I don't know exactly, Jane, I don't know if you have it up or not, but like there's a certain number of users like under which you use Teams, over which you use uh, the enterprise system. And of course, the enterprise, I want to kind of hear a little bit more uh, about that just in case that fits uh, people better. But if you have like a small team or even if you're just like a creator like uh, like Jaden is, like I am, and you have a few people, this is a phenomenal thing to be able to share these tools. But um, Jaden, I want to kick it back to you to sort of like think about like what is, what is the, how does it differ from like the enterprise uh, model. And I also have some insight on that too. Okay. So I will say the one other thing that the teams gives you is you have admin control for workspace management, which is really nice, right? So really this is built for your department or your organization. Um, maybe not like a full on get be for everyone in your entire company, but like you got it for everyone in your department or your, your smaller team, I think is kind of how I visualize this. But yeah, you have admin, uh, you have an admin console um, for your workspace, which, you know, you get that up with similar kind of tools. Um, and then of course, the big thing a lot of people are interested in is no training on your data. So this is something that uh, plus I believe had at one point, I'm not sure if we've changed this recently, or maybe I was just misinformed because I was under the assumption that plus didn't have training on your data. But now that that is a feature of teams, evidently they can use plus users uh, data for training. I, I think, knew that Jim, I'm not sure if I'm right about this. I think, is it, is it right that you can toggle it off on your plus account sort of like, so that does, uh, doesn't uh, train in your oh. data? Yeah, that that's, that's what it is. I think you can toggle it off. Okay. So teams is just permanently toggled off. Um, now when we compare that to enterprise, they got a couple like key features and I know Connor, you can dive more in depth, but here's a couple key features for enterprise. You, you get everything from teams but you also get unlimited high speed access to GPT um, and Dolly. So before you just had higher message caps, now you really get unlimited high speed access um, and browsing advanced data analysis and everything else. Um, you get expanded context windows for longer inputs, which is quite useful, right? You, you still kind of have limits on ChatGPT. I know they're trying to grow that, but like in reality, uh, some models allow you to upload like an entire book. And so, Enterprise is more in that direction where they have those longer expanded context windows. You have SAML single sign-on. You have, of course, no training on your data and custom data retention windows. Um, you also have the admin controls, domain verification, and analytics, which I think a lot of people will be interested in the analytics for their organization, how the organization is using these tools, what they're using it for. Um, so I think that'll be interesting. And then finally, you have priority support and ongoing account management, which not everyone needs, but it is really nice to have. And so I think on an enterprise level, people will be excited about that. Have, have you seen anything else? Yeah, you know, it's, I think it's, I mean, look, those are phenomenal. It's even more than I thought. You kept on going on that. I'm like, wow, that, that, I didn't realize that all that. But listen, Jaden and I absolutely love uh, OpenAI. We love the offerings. I mean, ChatGPT has came out last March. It was launched last March and still the most powerful thing, which is, uh, which is crazy. But the thing is, here's the, here's the biggest part, I think, for me is that, when 
so again, I go out and I like work with uh, companies and I, you know, do trainings for teams and things like that. And it's incredible at how often the first thing that comes up is, well, we're not allowed to use it, right? Now I've worked with, you know, I've written a white paper on regulated industries, all that kind of stuff. Regulated industries are a little bit different. I don't want to sort of like go on a whole diatribe about like why companies need to allow their people to use it. And this is a trust uh, issue. And what kind of organization are you if you're not trusting your people? Uh, you know, you already trusted them with this code and all that kind of stuff before. And now you're not trusting them on this one. They can finally like use something extraordinary. But I think that the thing about teams, which is so amazing, and the thing about enterprise as well, if you're a large enough company, is it just takes that away. Do you know what I mean? Like all of a sudden it just like, yeah. it, you know, it protects the company. It takes that whole like privacy protection thing uh, just, you know, off the table completely. And I'll tell you that that is for me when I talk about it. And my wife, uh, Liz, uh, over at McKinsey does all this kind of stuff, like, you know, responsible AI and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, this is what everybody wants to solve. This is what everybody's talking about. This and the hallucination problem. The fact that open AI has made this accessible has made teams accessible. It feels like the moment that they took like the gymnasium sized supercomputer and turned it into like a laptop. You know, it just feels like all of a sudden we have access. And all of our, you know, I've been sort of like talking to people who've already signed up for teams. It's amazing. But it's the, but Jaden, is that sort of like what you're hearing too? It's just like the privacy thing is maybe number one on this whole thing, you know? Yep. Privacy. It's not training on your data. It speeds everything up. I, I do think it's going to be interesting though to see how much longer and maybe forever is the answer but like the <laughs> the upsell of like it's faster and it, it just kind of right. reminds me of like the iphone every iphone is like faster and thinner and it's like at some point those won't be like the selling features because everything should just be like incredibly fast or maybe it's kind of like um computers that always have to have more memory storage because photos and files are always growing in size now everybody has to be 4k that you store on your computer etc cetera, etc cetera. so i'll be curious to see kind of where that goes if that's just like that's probably an insatiable never-ending issue is like bigger context windows and faster speed um so it'll be interesting and i do think we'll have some speed bumps once they add things like video into the mix oh, yeah. now all of a sudden there's kind of like a whole realm of we're going back to like really it's going to go back to like caveman days with video and then it's going to get quite good in the future so it'll be exciting to see how this all plays out but really really exciting that now we kind of have a lot of these features and a yeah. little bit more flexibility on how we build out our team um on chat gpt yeah i mean and listen some of those problems that you're talking about are like you know, those are AI, uh, those are open AI problems. You know what I mean? Like the, cause really it's a cost problem, right? I mean, like they could, excuse me, they could have like a giant context window. It's just, you know, it's the cost. I mean, now look, yeah, it's a hundred billion dollar company, but still these things cost a ton of money. So, so is that on that front? The other thing that, you know, it's kind of the last thing for me on, on the team's front is again, when, when I go into places, so just to kind of give you a little kind of like behind the curtain thing, right? So if I'm like working with a giant healthcare company, for example, what I used to do, Jaden, when I used to do this back in like, you know, gosh, like 10 months ago or something like that, I would go into a company and they would say, Hey, what are the best uses for uh, healthcare? And what I used to, I used to do my research and I'd sort of like pop out with like, Oh, well, here's the 10 best use cases. But the thing is, those companies would then sort of like lock in on those and be like, this is how we're going to use it. So now when I go into a company or something, I'm like, you're going to tell me what the 10 best use cases for healthcare after you understand like the, and I, the way I train on it is sort of like just a different kind of like mindset uh, training. It's not just on the tool. It's like how we see it and how we interact with it and it tends to be much more effective. But here's the thing about GPTs, which I think is going to be absolutely transformational for businesses. All those things about like, 
hey, can you come and talk to us about the best use cases for, uh, you know, canoe building and the best use cases for our manufacturing, all that kind of stuff. And instead of, you know, trying to get educated on it and, you know, people just trying to come up with it, if you can share GPTs and have custom instructions around that, all of a sudden, people who just really don't know even where to begin with ChatGPT can share this among the team. And the reason that's, uh, that's so critical is number one on use cases, because now you're going to have use cases for your industry and for your company. And that I cannot tell you how colossal that is. Again, I wish I had a great analogy to, to sort of explain the difference that is going to make from companies going from like, well, how do we use this to Oh, uh, I see where, you know, we're a concrete manufacturer, like, you know, this is how we use it for concrete manufacturing or something like that. That is going to be colossal. But the second thing is that when I do these trainings, I always have people work together, right? That's a little bit of the secret sauce that I use, which is because it keeps people talking like a human, which is the best thing you can do when people work together on a chat GPT and they share it and they sort of think like, oh, well, if we can do this, maybe we can do this. It just, it fosters a new kind of collaboration using AI, which I think is going to be an absolute and total, I don't like to use the word game changer, Jaden, but I don't know what else to say. It's a game changer. I think it's going to be big. I'm super excited for how this, um, how this all shakes out. Like you mentioned, this is, this is a game changer and this is some really big stuff happening. So really exciting to see how the industry moves in this direction. Thank you so much to the listeners for tuning in to this episode of AI Applied. If you got some value out of this, if you learned something new about ChatGPT teams and enterprise and you're like, oh my gosh, this is a great little tidbit, it would mean the world to us if you could drop us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, it helps this podcast reach new people. It means a lot to us. Uh, so yeah, if, it, if you wouldn't mind, we'd really appreciate it. But we hope that you all have an amazing rest of your day.